0: Again, if you don't get under that rain, unrelieved heat with temperatures into the mid-upper 90s. Feel like temperatures 110. As hot as that, the heat advisory in effect, and again, it's going to be in effect tomorrow. We're expecting nearly a carbon copy. Early morning 70s to 80. Tomorrow afternoon back into the mid-upper 90s, and the feel like temperatures close to 110. Scattered afternoon storms Friday. Again on Saturday too. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. It's quality used tires at affordable prices at Rico's Tires and Wheels, 2609 David Drive, Metairie. Rico's offers quality used tires, they fix flat tires, and they do wheel repair. And while there, get that spare tire checked out. Check out Rico's on David Drive, Metairie. Rico's Tires and Wheels, just a few blocks south of Veterans, 2609 David Drive, Metairie, 504-455-5199. Rico's Tires and Wheels, 504 504- four, four, five, five, five. Four.
1: at this time every weekday glad you're with us i'm marianne fitzmorris it is a beautiful sunny day looking out the big picture windows at the Coolwater ranch i was just texting with my sister who hosted the party last night that i cooked the pasta for my reputation is still intact oh, it was it was really a little uh, nerve-wracking for a while but uh, the pasta turned out great it was um, a little bit scary, though. I wasn't sure that the cream sauce would adhere to the pasta like it should. I had, the, had to get some more cream, and then I had sort of like a base of shrimp and andouille and all those vegetables that turned out to be pureed. But it turned out really great at the end. I, I brought it over to the house, and I put it in a pan and added a lot more cream and some Parmesan cheese and then just tossed it in the pasta. There was an enormous amount of but it it worked. It absolutely worked. And then it sat in a chafing dish for a long time, and I felt like the chafing dish version better because it allowed the flavors to meld more and uh, it was a big hit it was definitely a big hit I was less impressed with the real catered food that came Uh, there were some crab cakes that were and the sauce for the crab cakes was absolutely great I wish I knew what it was it was a dark sort of remoulade but not remoulade it was it was more it was more watery than remoulade tends to be so it was definitely a, a looser sauce but it had lots of capers in it and anything to me that has capers in it you just can't go wrong the taste of capers caper berries any of those things five five six nine six nine six was the number there was a red jambalaya instead of a brown jambalaya and to me there is no there's just no it's no contest i mean i it's just my opinion i know but i do not care for a red jambalaya nearly as much as the brown jambalaya as a matter of fact i've been known to drop into the jazz fest just to get that brown jambalaya uh but i just would never never bother with the red i just not a fan i was so disappointed to see them take the the top off of the pan of jambalaya and realize that it was a a tomato based jambalaya with a lot of shrimp in it those are those are things that to me do not go together at all i also decided i don't like fettuccine as pasta noodles go fettuccine is to me by far the least interesting how do you feel about fettuccine P- patty
2: i'm not a fan of it um at all actually i prefer angel I hair or thin are. i like thin pasta
1: yeah well i i don't know what it is about fettuccine maybe it's the f- the flat um you know it, it's it's thin and then of course there's a larger fettuccine But um, maybe it's the flatness of it. I just don't care for it. And I feel, you know, I I was uh, talking to somebody about the um, pasta, different pasta shapes, and, and they were talking about penne also. And I said, you know, I just, I don't, something about penne that I really don't like, I'm not a fan of rigatoni, and I'm not a fan of fettuccine. Angel hair. I used to love angel hair. And then i feel like if you don't eat angel hair immediately it tends to stick to itself and become more of a a mass of unappealing pasta whereas i think spaghetti is just a really kind of perfect noodle it's it's big enough it holds sauce it's just kind of a perfect noodle. What do you think about anyway, Bella was... Kelly? Is that is that just a long one again?
2: No, that's the one that comes in little nests like, you know? Oh, I actually real really thin- like that. Yeah, I do too.
1: Yeah, I really like that. Um, I've been getting these uh large elbows and uh i've been i've been using luxury kind of exclusively now that they're branding and saying that they're from new orleans it's taken on a whole new meaning to me i grew up with luxury spaghetti and i just thought it was the cheap brand because that's what we had at our house but and and maybe it still is (laughs) but (laughs) now that they're branding as you know 100 years old from new orleans i'm thinking okay well that's good i'm gonna go ahead and stick with that one now but um i I like the uh, farfalle, cavatappi. I like bucatini. Um, little baby elbows and little baby shells. I like those. Shells are nice, generally speaking, until you get big, too big. How do you feel about lasagna noodles?
2: I like lasagna noodles. Yeah, I think they're they're. They're hard to cook to yeah. to put have in the tried, lasagna plan, pan, but I like them.
1: Have you ever done, there was a little fad once where you put lasagna together and you did not cook the noodle first. You put the noodle in raw. Do you remember that phase?
2: Yeah, I do remember. There's some kind, I mean, you can still buy it. I've seen it where it's, you know, you, it says on the box you don't have to cook it. But right. um, I've never tried it.
1: Well, i makes a drier lasagna as a matter of fact I think I did do it once and it makes a drier lasagna which of course makes sense um and I like a dry lasagna well enough as long as there's some sauce on the side that you can uh, with it I I like a saucy lasagna
2: yeah I do too but
1: anyway I, I, I I had this fettuccine and I was cooking it and it was already bought and i didn't have any time to buy anything else and i was looking at i was thinking why did i buy fettuccine because i don't like fettuccine but it just seemed like the thing to do but then i decided i didn't like it after all but it, the pasta was really good i didn't use base i didn't i i missed that when he even said that i didn't even know there was a shrimp base although in this house the word base is forbidden i mean tom has been adamantly opposed to anything that smacks of a base of any kind and i'm just not inclined to do stuff like that because my like i said my cooking is just really simple and really if you're putting something like Savoie andouille or tasso or any item that has intense flavor bank of salt and spices it just it just imparts that flavor about the dish so you know I mean like I said how how far wrong can you go with spice salt cream butter I mean these things no matter No matter how you crack it, unless you spill coffee in it or something, (laughs) you know, these things are going to come together in a very pleasing way. And uh, and they were it was a big hit at the party. So my my reputation stands. I had um, some corn muck shoe that I think the only spoon taken out of it was mine. (laughs) No one, I think, even knew what that was. We had some little mini crawfish pies that were brought in from the caterer, which I have to say I care for. And uh, I actually just really didn't, I wasn't all that impressed with um, what the catering came in, except for those little mini crab cakes, and those were fine, but not great, just fine, and the sauce was even better. But anyway, it was a fun place and uh moving on to the next family event but I think that I I wish that I had said I would cater the whole kind of getting into it really starting to enjoy it a lot more but it is exhausting (laughs) my gosh it's exhausting when I came back to the house last night there were just like pots piled all over the place and I thought oh gosh it's like the last thing I want to do is is jump on this but our daughter came home with us to help me uh, with Tom in the evening, and uh, and then she took a shower because the grass was drying in her new shower. So uh, <laughs> while she was in the shower, I was going to talk to her. And I said, "Well, I got go ahead and start working on the." on the pile here and i got pretty far with it so it wasn't too bad when i woke up this morning all right that is the report from last night we do have nicole dorignac on i wasn't sure if she was going to be on she's on her last day of vacation but she decided that she was going to uh, call in so we're going to have nicole at three o'clock if you'd like to talk to me i'm marianne fitzmorris eager to talk to you five five six nine six nine six
3: care restaurant and supply has reopened for you to come in and shop care has all the wipes gloves and sanitizing supplies that you may need and face masks they have a great selection of takeout containers too call billy to help you plan the renovation of your kitchen or dining room home cooks will find a great selection of kitchen tools too hours are eight to four weekdays right now Buy local, our city depends on it. Care, hotel, and restaurant supply. Call 482-0294-4815 Conti Street. Keith Young Steakhouse on the North Shore in Madisonville is everything anyone thinks of when a steakhouse comes to mind. The environment is elegant and handsome. The service staff is knowledgeable, attentive, and friendly. And most important, the steaks are superb. The steakhouse sides are also great. Keith Young's Steakhouse, 165 Highway 21, Madisonville, 985 845 9940. I get Misty just holding your hand.
1: Speaking of Keith Young's, Tom was having breakfast and he had the last potatoes au gratin omelet from Keith Young's. And he had the two egg omelet it had some ham in it and the potatoes au gratin the last of it and when he finished she said boy that is so good can I have another one <laughs> and I I said well sure I'll make you another one but it's not going to be the same thing because we are now out of the potatoes au gratin from Keith Young so I guess we'll have to go back next week and get some more potatoes au gratin but I did have some uh, I had some french fries um, Chimes. I didn't mention that we went to Chimes the other night, just on a lark. Haven't been in a while. I'm not a fan. I know people are going, scratching their head, going, "Why you didn't used to love it?" Yes, I did. Used to love it, but I don't love it anymore. And um, I'm I'm chimed out. I keep saying, I uh, had an artichoke dip there, which is maybe the only thing that I like there. And now they've changed that so I now I don't like anything there they did have Tom got a hamburger too which was actually pretty good I think they do have good hamburgers there so I had some french fries and I did the ham with the french fries and some Swiss cheese but it just wasn't the same so we're gonna have to go back to Keith Young's which is hardly a chore and get some more of that uh, potatoes au gratin so I can start in on those um, potatoes au gratin omelets And in the meantime, I took home some little baby crab cakes. So tomorrow Tom is going to have a a crab cake Benedict for breakfast. Pretty well with the leftovers. I have these are this is a breakfast that he couldn't, you know, he could spend $15 for and not like as much. Today is National Chicken Wing Day. In 1977, July 29th was proclaimed by the city of Buffalo, New York, as Chicken Wing Day. Buffalo is the logical home of the buffalo chicken wing, but beyond that, stories differ as to how hot wings were invented. Most of the stories credit the Anchor Bar's owner, Teresa Belis, with the creation. Buffalo-style chicken wings are first into their, first into their natural three segments. The wing tips are discarded. What is the wing tip? Is that like the little edge of the wing or something? I don't I don't know. I've never I don't know that I've ever had a buffalo chicken wing. I know that sounds hard to believe. The drumette and the two bone flat sections are seasoned and fried without a batter. Then they're tossed in a sauce made by emulsifying butter or margarine into Louisiana style hot sauce. The ensemble is completed with blue cheese dressing or just blue cheese and celery sticks. The fast food industry grabbed hold of chicken wings as soon as it was clear that they'd become popular. Of course, they messed around with the formula using a batter on the chicken, sometimes using boneless wings, which are really cut from other parts and leaving out the blue cheese or celery. You don't even wanna know what the sauce is made of Hot wings are sold all over America here in New Orleans. The chef set Mr. B's came up with a great variation, same dish, but with oysters instead of chicken. Ralph Brennan, on whose watch that was developed, took the idea with him to the Redfish Grill, and it's become a signature dish. I remember that Mr. B's was um, offering at one time a buffalo chicken salad, which was a really good salad, and it had buffalo chicken strips on it and then one day it disappeared as a lot of things do on menus they come and they go i am not a huge fan of buffalo chicken wings or buffalo sauce in general it seems it seems um really extra spicy unnecessarily so i don't understand the blue cheese aspect of it maybe that's to cut the spice level and the celery is just mysterious although the, the story goes and it is disputed that the owner of that bar just had celery blue cheese and chicken when she had run out of some other things and that's how it was created as a lot of things are you just you know oysters rockefeller was that way it was just created because there was a demand for something else they looked around the kitchen put it in a food processor or they wouldn't have had food processors at that time i guess they chopped it all up and then and then just put it on top of the oysters five five six nine six nine six Speaking of oysters, I had an embarrassing situation last night. I did not buy enough oysters to make any kind of significant oyster dish at the party. So I brought the oysters there. When I put them in a pan, there were there just weren't enough of them, and it, it was embarrassing. And that was like $25 for that little bitty thing of oysters. So, um I'm glad I didn't I'm glad I didn't need any oysters cause that would have been like a $75 dish right by itself to make a, an appropriate amount of oysters. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number. How do you feel about Buffalo? Wings? You know what I, I don't like the most about Buffalo chicken wings or chicken wings in general? They're unnaturally bloated, which I find kind of disgusting. If there's a chicken wing that is enormously large, like you can tell that it's been blown up i I just it's very unappealing to me, but a normal sized chicken wing, I love drumettes if they're normal size. you know what I'm talking about, patty
2: yeah, I do and and I'm with you on that. I like the normal size ones,
1: yeah, the big ones I mean, kind
2: of make it, me suspicious
1: <laughs> that yeah, it's like it's like when you see a drumette that's the size of a regular normal like leg yeah <laughs> there's something really wrong with that and i just kind of i am I just kind of walk away from it you know it's mm-hmm. it's uh not something very appealing at all actually i don't really care for the well no that's not true that's not true a, a chicken of the proper size attached to the i guess wing is a mighty tasty little treat. (laughs) Yes, it is. I have to say, I have to say. And I do like the fried with the battered, but I remember when Wow Wingery started. And I don't even, it's, that operation has evolved so far from its origins that first of all, it's not even recognizable to me and i liked its origins way better i remember the very first location of wow wingery which is now wow american eats it was close to our house in covington and they always had like a service issue it was a little weird and i'm, I'm going back a long way this was a while ago like maybe 20 years ago and it was really good they had something like you know 20 different sauces And I didn't realize that the wings were just deep fried. And then the sauce was put on it, but there wasn't any actual batter on it. And they were just really, really good. And uh, then all of a sudden, they just just kept, it's like they kept fiddling with something that wasn't really broken and broke it. (laughs) in my opinion i don't i don't care for the operation quite so much now but i did really like it when they first started five five six nine six nine six is the number it seemed like a great idea i, I think it's still a great idea i don't know how well they've done in their expansion efforts i think that Keynes has probably done much better by expanding around the colleges uh my son jude is a big fan of canes and was absolutely beyond uh beyond titillated at the prospect of them setting up shop down in orange county and um he is actually and this is not something you take lightly in los angeles He has actually been known to drive an hour to Orange County to get some canes every now and then. And in Los Angeles, that's a big thing. I mean, I hear stories, I've read stories about people who break up with people because they don't want to drive to them in Los Angeles. I mean, if you've driven in Los Angeles, you would understand what what I mean by that. But I always drive when it's not the peak times. It is Deaf Dining Room number 432, only order chicken on the bone. If the chicken dishes in restaurants all involve boneless, skinless chicken breasts, none of them will be very good. I don't know if I agree with that. I think that really, really, really good blackened, sliced chicken breast. Usually on a salad, but that can be really good. I always overcook mine, and then it becomes really kind of tough. But there is a sweet spot to chick to cooking boneless skinless chicken breast enough that it is clearly cooked all the way through because sometimes I can't tell. And then there's the too much. And somewhere in there, sweet spot. And a really good dish if you've cooked a boneless, skinless chicken breast well. I mean, at least I think so. I don't think it always has to be on the bone. Although, I think it's preferable for sure. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. If you want to talk to me, I am here to do that with you. It is Buffalo Chicken Day. If you have any thoughts on that. When was the last time you actually had some buffalo chicken wings? Is that something that people, I, I can't imagine audience eats a lot of buffalo chicken wings but if you do know of some superior buffalo chicken wings maybe i should try them today's edible dictionary is brought to you by dorgnex one of the top 20 regional supermarkets of all time speaking of which nicole will be up in about half an hour today's edible dictionary word is apricot a medium-sized sweet edible fruit with a large pit it's a member of the Prunus genus, which makes it related to the plum and the peach. It's smaller than those two fruits with a bright yellow orange skin with a bit of fuzz. Apricots have been eaten and cultivated for at least 5,000 years. It's believed to have come from what is now Armenia, north of Iran. They have spread all over the world largely because of its ability to grow in colder climates than most of its relatives aside from being good fresh apricots are easily dried and kept for long periods of time a jelly or jam made with apricots makes an excellent glazed unsweet baked goods the pit has a good flavor it's the source of the main flavor ingredient in the Italian liqueur amaretto I did not know that they're grinding a pit to make a liqueur Hmm. the things you learn Tom knows some stuff that's all I can say I'm sure other people know that too if they drink amaretto but I am not a drinker of any spirit and even after dinner so uh so I that was news to me 556-9696. 556 5, 9696, it's 230. We'll be back up to Louisiana Radio Network News. Louisiana Radio
4: Network, I'm Brooke Thorrington. Osnor Health System says they will require employees to be vaccinated for COVID once the vaccines receive full FDA approval. But in the meantime, CEO Warner Thomas says soon you'll be able to easily identify vaccinated staff. With a new ID badge.
2: Unvaccinated employees will wear N95 masks, and we also will move to weekly testing of our unvaccinated employees. And we continue to review and modify our visitor policy as needed.
4: Thomas says almost 63% of Oshner staff are vaccinated. A 20 year old Bernice man lost his life last night as he was attempting to flee from law enforcement. State Police Master Trooper Michael Reinhardt says Tyler Brazel of Bernice was traveling at a high rate of speed, lost control of the car, and he wasn't wearing a seatbelt and pronounced dead at the scene.
2: There was a passenger in there that had his seatbelt on
5: and he lived. So... Uh, you know, the chances of survival go up really high. I can't stress that
4: enough. The accident happened on Forsyth Road in Lincoln Parish, LRN.
2: I wanted my job. If my mother got sick, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. I got vaccinated for my daughter. I trust
4: the science.
2: Uh, the reason why I got the COVID vaccine was because of my uh, my newborn child and my at-risk wife. Uh, I, I got vaccinated to keep from, from it happening to me.
4: I uh, talked to my doctors about it, did my research and they've done a lot of research and I think they know what they're doing.
5: Visit covidvaccine.la.gov or call 1-855 to schedule your COVID-19 vaccination today.
3: I'm Jim Harper, President of the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation. Whether you live in New Orleans or New Roads, Cheneyville or Lake Charles, agriculture makes a big difference in your daily life. That's why the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation is here to protect our precious food supply chain at the local, state and national levels. Become a part of our grassroots network. Visit LAFarmBureau.org to join today, the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Louisiana agriculture. WGSO 990 AM has recently become recognized as an official 501c3 nonprofit organization capable of accepting tax deductible donations. So, in commemoration of our 75th anniversary, the station is launching a 75 for 75 campaign with the goal of raising $75,000 in 2021. The funds that are raised will be dedicated to help the station fulfill our broadcast mission and satisfy any equipment needs that arise. These donations are especially important because unlike most radio stations in New Orleans, WGSO is independent, locally owned and operated and not part of a national broadcasting conglomerate. To donate, go to WGSO.com and click on the donate button on the front page. Help us to continue to be the community voice of the Crescent City. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, madame, with you.
1: Yes, indeed. I have proven that to be true. I did ask Tom to dance over the weekend, and uh, we did not. So um, after all of these years and the times that we've he kind of sort of thought about dancing we're still not dancing but i did want to give it one last shot and i had the opportunity over the weekend and that is a fact i i shouldn't ask tom to dance he's definitely not going to do that we have don uncorked today and uh don, don don has so many opinions <laughs> he, he, you don't hear most of them but uh, he does have a lot of opinions. I find the one Uncorked to be especially amusing. And so for those of you who are wondering what this is, I asked him to uh, to put them on tape. And so we have Don Uncorked. It is... Uh, what's Don Uncorked about today, Patty? Waiters. Waiters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you could do a lot on waiters. And yeah. Don does actually... He's got he good comedy routine on waiters, but we're just going to have a little snippet from Don Uncorked as he sits with his champagne, is ready to regale us with more stories about his, his numerous dining experience. So go ahead and pop the cork, Don.
6: Things that servers say in a restaurant that drive me crazy, part two. Hello, my name is Joe and I'll be your server. Have you dined with us before? Who cares? I mean, does the server assume I'm a total idiot who can't read a menu and I'm gonna need him to explain it to me? Please. Or what about, what will we be having today? Um, You will not be eating with us today. Or what about when a server validates your order? Excellent choice, that's my favorite. Again, I don't care. My all time favorite, the server looks at the empty plate in front of me and says, are you done with that, sir? No, I was looking for a place to wash it for you. Some things servers say drive
1: me crazy. Oh, he's he's getting more unhinged with each one. That is Don uncorked brought to you by the plant gallery the plant gallery is a really cool place if you have not been there and you do any gardening at all or you don't even have to do gardening you just have to have a garden or an outdoor space at your house if you haven't been to the plant gallery for heaven's sake go over there they are located airline highway at the orleans line and if there ever was a gardening spot that is above the others. It's the plant gallery. It is huge. It has everything. It's a most interesting place. There's a little gift shop in there that you can buy gifts, cut flowers, plants, shrubs, pavers, fountains, anything you could possibly imagine to make your outdoor space and, and like I said, they do cut flowers and gifts, indoor space as well. Just go on over there and walk around. It's a world unto itself and a most interesting one at that. The Plant Gallery is located at 9401 Airline Highway. They close at 5. If you want to call and ask if there's something, you can call them at 488-8887. But forget that. Go on over there and see what they have because I guarantee you're going to find something that you didn't know you needed. All right. So, uh waiters. Don is right about the waiters. But I don't I don't understand why Don, and I hope he's listening. He's <laughs> complaining about waiters who get in your business because Don's favorite place or one of his favorites is Mandina's where the waitresses really guide you through your order. That's kind of one of the things that they're known for. This doesn't bother me particularly. In, as a matter of fact, I do like waiter suggestions. But um, some of the things that he did say were kind of funny about what will we be having and, and, and such. I don't find waiters... Actually, I find waiters to be friend generally. And very helpful, particularly now. I find them to be not only very helpful, but really kind of sweet. And um and so I don't really have those kinds of thoughts. But um they can they can also be annoying. And like I said, I, I kind of agree more with Don's uh waiters part one, where you know, everything's amazing or awesome and all of those millennial words that drive me crazy. But, as far as uh waiters kind of being too friendly, I don't really mind that too much. My daughter gets hit on by waiters. I do mind that, <laughs> but not as much as she minds it. Five five nine, six, nine, six is the number. Today, in nineteen seventy four Mama Cass Elliot died of a heart attack, not. The rumor that she choked on a piece of meat—it was supposed to be a ham sandwich, but that does not seem to be true. But uh, that is a long-standing story, and we just want to be on record as saying not true. On this day in 1988, the last Playboy Club in America closed its doors. That's kind of surprising. That's a long time ago. I would have thought that would have lasted a little bit longer than that the playboy club was a chain of self-consciously swinging restaurants owned hefner's playboy magazine the waitresses wore the famously revealing bunny outfits we had a playboy club in new orleans in the 60s and early 70s it was on iberville street next to zian among the people who worked there was joe Kahn. the late joe khan the commissioner in his later years who ran the bar except for its last few you had to be a member to get into the place tom dined at the playboy club only once it was a party for the staff of the driftwood that was the campus newspaper at uno i have got a picture of tom As a young guy working for the Driftwood at the Playboy Club. And just the image of that is terrifying. Tom said he remembers an overcooked filet mignon. After the Playboy Club closed, it became Anything Goes, which was a silly theme restaurant. Patty, did you ever go to Anything Goes?
2: We did. Uh, We we used to go there and it was really fun. (laughs) You know
1: it was a Brennan restaurant, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And that was just the most bizarre uh, coupling of a <laughs> serious restaurant family, a serious renowned for excellence restaurant family, and that. I'm trying to remember which Brennan it was. I don't, I don't know which one it was i wish i could ask tom if anyone does know that uh call us up five five six nine six nine six i thought it was worth a visit one time and that was but i also thought it was a very silly thing and i i don't even know how long it lasted but um that was enough as far as i was concerned i don't recall the food being bad though was it Patty, do you remember that? You know, that I don't really remember
2: good. the food. Uh, yeah, I just remember <laughs> the place. It was kind of cool, where you could sit in like a the back of a car or something, and the waiters. Yeah, I mean it was. Waitresses were in costume. Strange.
1: It was fun. It was very strange, um, but it just seems like of all the of all the people to own a restaurant like that, the Brennans would be my last guess and uh, i'm just curious if anyone knows how long it lasted maybe it's on online you know maybe we can look it up at, at the break but um i i only went once i think that was it i don't i think it closed maybe after tom and i started dating so it may have lasted longer than i think anyway we'll look it up Five five six nine two nine I mean five five six nine six nine six is the number. If you want to talk to me, I'm Marianne Fitzmaurice. it turns out we do not have Nicole after all. She's on vacation and has decided she's not coming off to talk to us so uh, for next week. She's been sort of hit and miss the last couple of weeks because she's been super, super busy, but she is certainly entitled to a vacation after the last couple of weeks which have been a little harried for her words to eat by today are from Hattie McDaniel as for those grapefruit and buttermilk diets I'll take roast dumplings I think I would take roast chicken and dumplings regardless of what sort of diet you're talking about roast chicken and dumplings are just plain good although it is kind of hard to find a version that's actually real there's one on the menu at Oxlot 9 and it's the absurd it 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 shouldn't be called that they shouldn't allow them to call it that it is a sort of soupy sauce with some little plump things floating around and there's one airline breast with the bones sticking up and it's very it's a very hip version of chicken and dumplings which if there was ever a dish not up, it's chicken and dumplings robert shaw movie the deep i think also jaws wasn't he in jaws uh words to drink by today rum's not drinking it's surviving well, I think for someone like that in a movie like that, maybe one of his characters would say that for sure. All right, we are going to take a break and we'll be back after these messages. 59696.
3: The best meals always start with the best ingredients. If you're cooking seafood, the best ingredients are at Mandeville Seafood. All local fish, Louisiana shrimp, oysters, crab, crawfish, wild salmon, and Dungeness crabs, with a little notice. Mandeville Seafood can get anything in the seafood universe you may want to try. And it's crawfish season. Having a boil? Bring your ice chest to Mandeville Seafood. Celebrating 25 years. Have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life? We thought that about Double D Sausage after having it at a friend's house. But restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo, red beans, and jambalaya. It's made right in Bogalusa, and the company is in its third generation. Double D Sausage is a light smoke pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices. Try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the Cajun variety and jalapeno. And cheddar, double D sausage in stores all over town. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are never what they seem.
1: You know, I looked up Anything Goes um, during the break and came up with an article from the New Orleans menu in the extinct restaurant section. As I've said before, that Tom has an extended 50-year body of work, and if you are looking for any kind of details about any New Orleans food or institution, the chances are it will come up as the New Orleans. Although it lasted less than three years, anyone who dined out in the 1970s remembers Anything Goes!, it is near the top of the most preposterous restaurants ever opened in New Orleans' list. Its gimmicks were unforgettable. Each table was in a strange environment. One was in a giant Budweiser can. Another was in a jail cell. The servers wore costumes in equally unconventional get-ups. courage to get as wacky as they liked as long as the table was entertained and the food served timely hey don if you're listening call us about anything goes i'm sure you have some really good thoughts about that i'm sure the way would would really have been um exactly what uh, don was talking about today most people don't remember about anything goes are the two things that actually made it worthwhile it was the work of pip ted and jimmy brennan so from brennan's on royal a couple of years earlier after the infamous brennan's family split they became sole owners of brennan's on royal street at the time one of the most profitable restaurants in the world was free of uh, money losing satellite restaurants in dallas and atlanta among other lesser restaurants in orbit they had to do something with the money and anything goes was what it all it's also forgotten because it seems so unlikely how good the food was at anything goes some of it was served unconventionally their soup and salad bars for instance were ensconced in a boat (laughs) and in an antique car in keeping with the studied non-conformity of the place but the groceries were of good quality and the chefs from Brennan's were used to turning out delicious eats the concept was inspired by a still running chain of restaurants in Texas called the magic time machine i didn't know that it was successful here at first but new orleans is a different place from san antonio dallas and austin much more in the 1970s than now locals who were delighted on the first visit when they went on their own and the second when they brought uninitiated friends were less charmed on the third and fourth visits after that the joke was old since the gimmick was so dominant, you thought about whether you wanted to sit in the pyramid again before thinking about the food. Being in a primer, being in a prime tourist location didn't help visitors to New Orleans came to have a New Orleans style dining experience, not an evening of amusement park style goofiness. Side note, the previous occupant Thing goes was the play, was the uh Playboy Club, so three years. Uh, that's not very long at all. Patty, are you there? Yes. Okay. So Don said he tried calling, but he uh but wasn't able to get in. So do you think there's anything wrong with the phones?
2: No, I was probably not looking at the phone. I'm oh, sorry. i okay. I'm trying to call back.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, Don, go ahead and call back. Five five six nine six nine six. I'm sure he would like to take me to task about. Mandina's which I wish he would or has something to say about Anything Goes because anyone who has been to Anything Goes I wonder so if it was in the 70s then that means that it was gone by the time I started dating Tom so I did not go with Tom as I thought I had I I think I'm sure I only went one time which was enough I have done, and uh, it was long before um, Tom arrived on the scene, or, or I arrived in Tom's world. One or the other. Don, hello there.
6: Hello, and anything goes was before my time.
1: Was it really?
6: Sure, I remember. I remember being a very young child, and my mother and father uh, saying they were going there. But I was that was that was like seventy, seven, You know, what was I? nine. Okay. You know, okay. so yeah, so that, uh, but that definitely would have been somewhere I would never have set foot in. So, <laughs> I mean, that's just that's a total foolish. Look, if you need a shtick to have dinner, eh, not going. Right, right. You know, yeah. And, I just, and I, I'm, I'm. Go ahead. And if my if my mother and father liked it, I certainly wasn't going.
1: Well, I, I did. They, did they like it? Do you remember them liking it? Did they go more than I once? Mean,
6: yeah, they went more than once, but they're very easily amused. You know what I mean? I mean, they're not exactly... They're very I easily amused. So I, I they're
1: don't, definitely not I, I,
6: foodies for sure.
1: <clears throat> well, the 70s is the time when you would see something like that. You know, the 70s is when all bets were off and and something like that could maybe gain some traction. Although in a place like New Orleans where we're used to food being good and where that's right. the primary focus and reason for a restaurant, that's not going to fly for too long. Anyway, I, I assume that you called. I
6: remember the commercial as a kid. Oh, remember
1: really? Do you commercial. really? Yeah, they
6: had, a, yeah, yeah uh-huh. they had a crazy commercial that used to come on. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all I really remember. I about. remember, I remember being a kid, actually, at that time saying, boy, I wish I could go to that. But that was back in the day <laughs> when your parents would say, I'm sorry, you were too young to go to a place like that. And you would not see children in places like that. In Chicago, uh, (laughs) I saw children at almost every bar I went to. I thought, this is insane. I don't even even understand the concept.
1: Oh, gosh. Here he goes on his children rant. Yeah. Mr. Lollipop Lollipop Man. Mr. Lollipop Man. Would you you think of bringing
6: your grandchildren to a bar and sitting them at a bar stool At a bar?
1: I don't think if I thought about it, I'd be able to. <laughs> you, you think what? Did I
6: lose you? I lost you. You went away. Hello?
2: Hang on. Let me see what happened. Can you hear me? I got gotcha, you. But we don't have Ann. Okay. So hold well, on I'm just a minute. Sh- and I we're am, checking that I out, Don. Okay, I don't so know so you're not, not into kids in restaurants? Oh,
6: no no, no, not not at all. I think there are there's definitely a time and a place for a child in a restaurant, but if um you know, if I'm at restaurant August spending four hundred dollars to eat, I don't want to be sitting next to someone's two year old child who's screaming. You know what I mean well, that's, that, true. That, that's my problem that that's my problem. And my biggest pet peeve is Every, almost every bar I go to now, I see like an eight-year-old. I, I started taking their pictures. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you do with them? <laughs> oh, I just so I can show them up my friends. Look at this kid. He's sitting at a bar. He's eight.
2: <laughs> but it's in New Orleans. You know, like, Kids sit at bars.
6: Well, it's illegal. No, they, they cannot sit at a bar. It is absolutely illegal in the restaurant. Our bar can lose their liquor license. 100%. Really? Absolutely, if you're under twenty one you may not sit at that bar that is that is a t f that's that's the law that's the law so mm. I don't know why they sit at bars I don't know why you bring your child to a bar i mean be like bringing the kid to a casino. Why would I bring the kid you know i, I it, it's coming it's it's um what's the word I'm looking for patty? I'm coming across as a real curmudgeon, and I'm really not <laughs> I agree <laughs> I, I don't think you are. <laughs> But I think that this Don's uncork thing is making you really sound like I'm a, <laughs> a pain in the rear. You but know? you
2: know, most of us agree with your Don uncork things. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's getting harder to do them, you know, because you, you do run
6: out of things, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, there's only so many things I can complain about. So uh, we're not on the air, are we? Yes, we are. We are in the air. Cool. Oh yeah, okay. we're we're gonna, we got in Oh, cool. It's um, it's a natural thing. I mean, I'll be sitting in a restaurant sometimes, and I'll see something or I'll hear something, and you know, it's like, oh, this is this is driving me crazy. But I'm one of those people who, I'm sort of a perfectionist. I like everything done in a certain way, and I guess I can be more judgmental than other people. But I spend a lot of time and a lot of money in restaurants. I mean. You know, we're we're having one meal. We, we are true New Orleanians. We are finishing a meal, and we're talking about where we're going to eat next. Where are you going to gonna
2: next. go next? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have friends so, from Chicago um, that come in, and they come in every year, but when they first mm-hmm. started coming in, they couldn't believe that that was like your, your that's norm. Yeah. Okay, well, where are we going to, we're having dinner. What are we are going to do for breakfast, you know? <laughs> I know. It's, and that is a, that's a normal thing because we're kind of,
6: I don't know. It's it's so ingrained in our psyche here in New Orleans, in our culture, to eat, to share. I mean, there was a commercial I heard the other day that really summed it up, that here in Louisiana, New Orleans especially, we literally make up reasons to come together to eat and
2: drink. We do. And And I just don't think that happens anywhere else. And they don't have to be good reasons either. (laughs)
6: <laughs> no, it could be any reason. It could be today That's ends right. with a Y, so let's get together. It's hot and let's, today. You know... Let's
2: go out and have dinner. You know?
6: <laughs> exactly. So, um, you know, it's, it's any excuse for sure. But um, I don't know. I, I, look, especially in today's world, I try not to be hard on these ladies and gentlemen because I know they have had a rough year and a half. Yeah, they have. Yeah. It's been rough, and it's been rough on the restaurant tours, and my hat is off to those who have managed to uh, figure out how to get it done. And I don't know that it's been that successful in other cities. I'm, I'm sure it has to some degree, but you could really see the community come together here. They really buckle down, and they figure out, okay, how are we going to be here this time next year? What do we have to do? Right. So. Hats off to them because I think they did an excellent job for sure.
2: I was I was interested when you were talking about your trip to Chicago about mm-hmm. um, you saying about how many places are closed. I was really surprised.
6: Yeah, and, and I hope that it's temporary. You know, and you could see the same thing that that we see here. Everywhere you went, there was a sign on the door with people basically begging for help. I mean, if you if you want a job, you can definitely find a job right now, and. Um, They just – they don't have anybody to work, and if there's nobody to cook it and there's nobody to clean it up and there's nobody to serve it, it's kind of hard to – it's kind of hard to uh, make that happen in a service-oriented business. So hopefully things will change, and I don't want to dwell on that for sure, but um, we'll see. We've come a very long way, and um, I don't know. We'll we'll see where we are next, you know?
2: Yeah, I I, I think – I think things will change. I think our community just wants to support local business so much that we go out of our way.
6: We do. And, you know, I think about that all the time. Um, even when I'm somewhere else and I see something, I say, you know what, I'm going to wait till I get back home because I know I can get this in New Orleans. And even though it's the same thing, I want to buy it from somebody here. And I think that we think about that a lot more. There we go. The most places.
2: Yeah, we're coming up to the news. Right, we're at the top of the hour. You want me to hang out here? <laughs> sure. You want to hold on for a bit?
6: Yeah, I'll hang out, sure.
2: Thank you. Okay. Hang okay. on.
1: The best place for cutting-edge news and talk about southeastern Louisiana is The John Mason Show. Every Tuesday and Wednesday at 1 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM. Broadcasting live from the heart of New Orleans, Louisiana.
4: USA Radio News with Tim Berg. President Biden is laying out an outline for COVID vaccination requirements for federal workers today. The plan will require federal employees and government contractors to prove that they've been fully vaccinated or agree to regular COVID testing. House Republican leaders held a press conference on Thursday to discuss the leadership of President Biden and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi ahead of the extended district work period. New York Congresswoman and House Republican Conference Chair Elise Stefanik says crime is skyrocketing because of the defund the police movement Democrats have encouraged.
2: We are less safe in Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi's America. And the American people know that it is because of the Democrats' defund the police rhetoric and policies.
4: And you're listening to USA Radio News. Millions of small businesses that received money from the Paycheck Protection Program in order to stay afloat during the coronavirus pandemic will soon be able to use an online portal to apply directly for loan forgiveness. The Small Business Administration saying the direct portal, which is set to open on August 4th, will be available to business owners with PPP loans worth less than $150,000. Previously, businesses could only apply for PPP loan forgiveness through their lender. Eligible individuals will receive an email from the SBA with a link to the portal. A new survey is revealing flight attendants dealt with a lot of bad behavior from passengers during the pandemic. It says 84% of flight attendants have had to deal with unruly passengers on board this year. The Association of Flight Attendants also saying 17% of those were involved in an incident that got physical. That's 800-215-5141. A half inch of rain fell on the bootleg fire in Southern Oregon on Tuesday. Fire Operations Section Chief Karen Skoll saying that normally would have slowed the fire's
2: growth. That's not the case uh, these days and that's due to the dry fuels and the severity of the drought that uh, is occurring.
4: The fire burned hotter on Wednesday, and there were near-red flag conditions forecast for Thursday, which means hot, dry, windy weather. The bootleg fire has burned over.
0: Well, the rest of today, scattered shower and thunderstorm activity here and there that's helping out with the heat in a few spots. But again, if you don't get under that rain, unrelieved heat with temperatures into the mid upper 90s. feel like temperatures 110, as hot as that. The heat advisory in effect, and again, it's going to be in effect tomorrow. We're expecting nearly a carbon copy. Early morning 70s to 80 tomorrow afternoon back into the mid upper 90s. And the feel like temperatures close to 110. Scattered afternoon storms Friday again on Saturday, too. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. It's quality used tires at affordable prices at Rico's Tires and Wheels. 2609 David Drive, Metairie. Rico's offers quality used tires, they fix flat tires, and they do wheel repair. And while there, get that spare tire checked out. Check out Rico's on David Drive, Metairie. Rico's Tires and Wheels, just a few blocks south of Veterans. 2609 David Drive, Metairie. 504-455-5199. Rico's Tires and Wheels. 504 504- Four four five 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 one nine nine.